Hello, I'm Dr. Eileen Hale, the COO of Teaching Tips for English Language Teachers, a project of educators worldwide. And on our theme of the month about games, we have a special guest joining us from China. Chris Calio is going to share a variety of review games for our English language learners. Welcome, Chris. Thanks for joining us. All the way from China, where the Olympics are. <laughs> Hello, thank you so much for having me. Yes, we're so glad to have you back again. Chris joined us for an earlier episode and is now going to share with us his expertise for doing reviews with our English language learners through games. So Chris, what are some of your favorite games that you like using with your English language learners? Well, often when I think of games, I think of uh, review and practice, especially for topics that students really don't like to do, like reading, vocabulary, spelling, grammar, things like that. Um, one game that always pops into my mind is often called Alibi, and it's a game to practice using the past simple tense versus the past continuous tense. And basically, just really quickly in the game, the teacher tells the students that some sort of crime has been committed, like, for example, somebody stole money from the school and the students are put into different groups and they have to create an alibi. So when they create an alibi, it's good to remind them to use the target grammar. So to say things like, um, while the school was being robbed, we were blah, blah, blah. Uh, then you take one of the suspects from the team, remove them from the room, and you sort of interrogate that group of students. So you ask them questions as if you were a police officer, and they might say something like, we were playing soccer while the school was being robbed. And then you can ask them follow-up questions like, were you eating something? How long were you there? When did you leave? And then you call back in the suspects and ask that quote-unquote suspect, the same questions. So that student gets to practice the grammar as well. The funny and fun thing about it is that because that student probably didn't anticipate your questions, that student's answers are probably gonna be different than the students, the other students' answers. So the students tend to get a, a big kick out of that one. Another grammar game I like to use is, I don't really know the title, I just call it you've changed dot, dot, dot but it's a, a grammar game we use to practice and review the present perfect tense. In this activity, uh, one student leaves the room. While the student is outside, uh, the students and I, we change some things about the room. We might turn off the lights or change some seating around. Mm -hmm. And then when the student comes back, that student has to use the grammar and tell us what we've changed. So those are, two specific examples of grammar games that I like to use. But beyond that, I'm a big fan of using technology in the classroom. So there's just all sorts of grammar review games, um, grammar review game websites. Some of them require technology like eslkidsworlds.com or eslgamesplus.com or gamesforesl.com. One of them that I always use does not require um, technology. Often you just need a printer and that's teach-this.com. 
all four of those websites I'm constantly using during my teaching. That's great. And we will put those in the show notes for our listeners. If you didn't catch all those, don't worry, we'll have them for you. Uh, that's great. Can you share that last one with us, uh, how you do it with the printer? What exactly does that entail? Yeah, I often I often find teach slash this dot com or sorry, teach dash this dot com. Um, whenever I find a resource there, I typically just Google like, um, for example, present continuous games. And that often takes me there. It's often the, the number one searched website. I'll click on it and they've got a variety of different games. Some of them you need an account, um, which requires a subscription. However, many of the others are totally free. So you click on it, it'll take you to a PDF that you can download and print. And it often would require, or sorry, it would often be some sort of like memory game or some sort of strips that would need to be caught up and given to the students. And it might have some sort of speaking prompt or vocabulary or grammar item that the students have to use. So that's typically how I use that website. They also just have regular grammar practice worksheets and things like that. Okay, super. And you were also going to share some vocab games? Right. So at eslgamesplus.com, um, one of the, the types of games that I often use with that website is a memory game. So again, I might just go to Google and type in animal memory game, and it'll often take me to eslgamesplus.com. And it's an interactive memory game uh, website. So if you have access to the internet and a projector, particularly a smart board, it's great to use. It can save you on time instead of having to like cut out uh, memory review cards or write it on the board or anything like that. I'm sorry, I was just going to ask, can you put in your own vocabulary into these games? Like if you want to review certain vocabulary from your textbook that you've been practicing? Not with eslgamesplus.com, but with quizlet.com, you definitely can do that. You can type in the vocabulary you want to review. Often Quizlet will give you a recommended definition. You can either use one of theirs or you can write your own. And then within Quizlet, they have all sorts of different games and activities for you and your students to use to practice and review. So the main feature is sort of a flashcards feature. So I'm often recommending my students make their own Quizlet account at home and make their own flashcards at home. But in class, we'll do the flashcards and then we might do the spelling practice or the writing practice with Quizlet. Quizlet has two games with the vocab that you can choose. One is just a matching game where the students have to match. So it'll basically be a big whiteboard. And on the board, Quizlet has put your vocabulary words and the definitions. So if you have a smart board that the students can use, it's great because they go to the board and they've just got to use their fingers to match the two together. Um, and then the final game on Quizlet that I like to use is called Gravity. So they've put all the words or the definitions you choose 
on these sort of like asteroids that are kind of like falling down and mm -hmm. you've got to type in the answers before they crash. <laughs> um, beyond that, there are two games that are coming to mind um, with vocabulary to answer your question about can I use my own words or not. One is just a very basic PowerPoint picture review template, which you can easily find on Google. Um, you just basically put the picture in the slide and hide it behind the boxes that you'll slowly reveal. You'll reveal the box one by one. It's better to start at the corners and then kind of work your way in so it doesn't give the picture away too quickly. And um, eventually one student will probably raise their hands and guess the vocabulary word. And when they do, you can remove all the boxes and show the picture. And then the final review game that has come to mind is something that many ESL teachers are aware of, and it's usually called the hot seat. So at the end of class, or perhaps as a warm up, uh, a student comes to the front of the room, sits down in a seat, faces the students, and the teacher writes a vocabulary review, a vocabulary word on the board, and the other students have to tell the student in the hot seat what the word is without giving away the word. So they basically have to give the definition and some examples so the student can guess it. Yeah, there's a game out there called headbands that sounds just like that. Like you have the name on the top of your head and but you don't know what the word is and everybody is basically giving you clues so that you guess the word. That's a good one. Yes, I love that. I first learned that um, when I was a fellow in Africa, one of my colleagues showed that to us. Uh, all you need is a rubber band. Uh, you need to have the words ahead of time. I used it a few times when I was a fellow in Burkina Faso. I haven't used it yet in China, but I, uh, I'm definitely looking for ways to use that. I, it's a fun game and students, students tend to enjoy it. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Well, great. These are all super resources for our teachers and to use with their students. Any like summary ideas you want to share with our listeners about review games that you've like your takeaways for them? Yeah, I guess I'll just end with some some games that I like to either review reading or perhaps the unit. Um, for reading, the, the easiest review game I can offer other teachers is sometimes, especially if you need to find the reading material on your own and create comprehension questions, that can take a while. So sometimes, maybe once a unit, um, I will have the students practice reading comprehension, and then I want them to create the comprehension check questions. So typically they're in teams, and they're told to create about two questions or so. If their question has no grammar mistake, their team gets a point, and then they choose the other team to answer that question. And if that other team answers correctly, they get a point. So that's a, a fun way to kind of um, check for comprehension because checking for comprehension is, can usually be quite dry. So that's one way to a, make it more lively and interesting, and B, kind of free up some of your planning time. Uh, beyond that, just going back to technology, 
Um, there's different websites like Kahoot that many teachers know of. A, a website that's similar to Kahoot is Nearpod. Um, and Nearpod is it's almost identical to Kahoot. The only difference I can think of is that students in one of the games are kind of like racing against each other and they can see the characters racing against each other. So that's kind of fun. I would, I think, recommend Nearpod for maybe grade six and lower, whereas Kahoot, it seems to be any secondary and perhaps even university or older students like Kahoot. Um, and finally, just two more games. They can require technology or not technology if you want. Uh, many people in the US at least are familiar with the game show Jeopardy. Yeah. So there's tons of free PowerPoint Jeopardy templates online that you can download and type in your own review questions. Um, I've been using the same template since I started student teaching in 2009. I got it from a university professor of mine and it, to me it looks just like the game. Um, if you don't have a, a PowerPoint or you don't have a projector or anything, of course you could always write, write it on the board and cover it with you know, some, some paper or something like that. And the final one is one that I just learned uh, last year uh, because I bought it on teachers, payteachers.com and I can send you the link to that as well, but it's called uh, Trash Ball, and it's basically review questions and at the end the students after answering they can kind of take a basketball or trash ball. Um, by trash ball I mean they take some scrap paper, some used paper, crumple it up into a ball and kind of kind of make a shot for the for the trash can and if they are successful in that they get an additional point so i've got a powerpoint template um, that i bought from teacherspayteachers.com i can send you that link as well you don't need the powerpoint you can just you know have it be powerpoint less and i think it works just as well great these are all super ideas we've come away with a plethora of games for you all our listeners out there. Thank you so much, Chris, for sharing all these great review games with our audience. And again, we will have a list of these websites and ideas for games that Chris has shared with us in our show notes. So please follow us and we will be hopefully seeing Chris again. Thank you for joining us all the way from China. We really appreciate it. Follow us on our website, ttelt.org, for prior and new upcoming podcasts, our Facebook, TTELT group, Instagram, at t.ttelt, and Twitter, at ttelt1. Thanks for joining us today. Mm -hmm.